Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Big Gay Energy. I'm Bree. I'm Theora. And I'm Caitlin. Come along with us while we dive into the fun and nuances of queer media. Representation matters, and we're here to talk about it. How do we start these things? I forgot. I got this. I got (laughs) this. It's been so long. It's been so long. Okay. Ready? I've been thinking about this for like a week now. (laughs) Caitlin's got this, everyone. Let's do it. Shit. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hey everyone, welcome back to Big Gay Energy. It has been a bit. How you doing? How you feeling? How are you guys doing? That was a question to you guys. Was it? I know. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how to answer it. Yeah, you know. Are we okay? Are we back? Who? That's what we're here to discuss. Well, I was trying to say that we're not back, but like we are back, but we're not back. Yeah. Does that make sense, we're- everyone at home listening? We're back in the ether of podcasting. We're alive. But we're not. That's that's the news. We're alive. Yes. We're sorry if you were concerned or confused. Uh, or just didn't care. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't care and you're like, what is this? Um, we're sorry for that too. I'm gonna title this Where Where We've Been with such sad faces. Yes. Photoshop crying faces on ourselves. Yeah, clickbait is great. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Obviously, that is for the video version. If you haven't noticed, uh, we haven't uh, been on the podcast that you see for almost two months. Uh, We we decided to take a bit of a a hiatus for our own health and well-being. Needed a little bit of a break from the podcast. We're here to, like, assure you the podcast isn't done. Took a little break. Just took a little break. I think it was decided for us, kind of. Yeah. The universe decided we needed to take a break. We were going pretty hard for a while. like. No, we were. And I, I feel like that is partially mostly my fault because I worked these girls to the bone. We were doing so, so many interviews. We, we could have said no, but... We wanted to, we all wanted to make this a success and it felt like we were on a roll and we just wanted to keep going while we had all of these opportunities and we ended up having to, we ended up hitting a wall basically. Basically. And when we hit that wall, everything in our, like our personal lives came and smacked us in the face. So yeah, that is what started the hiatus and it's hard because we're growing so fast basically Uh, once we interviewed christina it just kept snowballing and so it's kind of like you're forced not forced but you feel like you have to keep up the momentum and continuously grow to the point where we're getting 
three, sometimes even five episodes out a week, which is insane and so much time. And when we all work full-time jobs, it's just not doable after a while, especially like there's no room for any error, any personal issues. There's no room for. So it was the, it was, I feel like it was suffocating our lives in a way. And then also there were actual things that happened. (laughs) But I don't want people to think that like we hated doing it. No, no we, we didn't stopped hate so we doing didn't, it. So we wouldn't hate doing it. Yeah, and we went so long because we loved doing it. Yeah, it just came to is- a point where we weren't new. Where especially Theora realized that that she was gonna hate this if she didn't get you know get a break. So yeah, like. You know, we're, we're people. Our goal is to always bring you guys content that's worthy of the subject matter we're talking about. You know, for me personally, I believe in the message, you know, the goal of the podcast, which is to elevate and share, you know, queer media and give, give those projects a platform to stand on their own. And, you know, so we can kind of like celebrate our community because we uh, don't always get celebrated the way we should and not every projects get advertising like warrior none, even though they should. And so, you know, we were kind of hoping by us talking about it, it would, we could share it with people who may not know about it or give those projects the credit they deserve by diving very deep into them and pointing out all the wonderful things that are to appreciate about the projects. And so for me personally, I love doing that. I think it's really fun. Um, but I got to a point mentally where, it, it felt like work and not fun. Um, and that coupled with real life uh, stuff that was really sad and like getting me de- like depressed, um, like clinically depressed. Uh, I didn't want my mental state to bleed into the podcast um, because the goal is to celebrate these projects, not be pessimistic about them or, you know, Uncel- be uncelebratory about them. So I didn't want that, my personal stuff, affecting the podcast and like the episodes you're putting out because that is that is not fair to the creators and to the projects. And that's, for me, not a way to like honor them and really talk about them. So for me, I needed to like step back and not really talk about it. And the thing that really broke me when it came to like uh, the podcast and, and just like the content was the A League of Their Own season two uh announcement which was basically uh, we're giving you four episodes and then we're canceling this um so i've said multiple times on this podcast that like if that can't renew get renewed there is no hope and so for me i felt all of that when it happened um and i do you know fell into a state of hopelessness when it came to just that on top of like all the stuff if you've keeping up with america it's not great legislative wise for like queer people especially in like my I guess home state of Florida um it's not really my home state but it's where I grew up it pains you to say that (laughs) Uh, I'm from New York so for me that's my home home state state. that was my home state but I grew up there and my immediate family is in Florida so it's just very scary for me um where I feel like where my parents live it's not safe to visit and and all that stuff so that all kind of like happened all at around this time where the the podcast was like exponentially kind of like having a lot of content all at once. And so for me, I needed to kind of step back, um, find joy in media. Again, I really haven't been able to watch TV since that announcement um, or like connect to it kind of at all. Um, So 
I, you know, I didn't want that affecting the podcast personally. So that's why. And to your point, it's like, I, I know my mental state was affecting the podcast because there were some times where I feel like it did bleed into it and colored my thinking about <clears throat> projects that we were talking about or considering talking about. So, and I don't think I realized it until it was too late. So, sorry. <laughs> we have lost episodes. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's some stuff you will not see that we recorded. Probably for the best, but right. So I think I think I was the first to start going downhill, and I was pushing myself so hard because I didn't want to let anybody down. And I've been I've always been honest on here, and I want to keep being honest. Um, about like a month, month and a half, maybe. You can, I think you could tell in our episodes that I stopped being in them. I didn't do as well in them. Uh, I was just, sometimes I go through things where I'm just hopelessness and just with everything going on in the world and with what we're doing, it's just really hard to be hopeful when things don't seem like they're gonna get better I've also I have to stop taking comments to heart because that was a big thing that I think really triggered it there was a few comments I've had people say some things that made me not believe in myself and I've always had issues with that so I sat out of warrior none episodes because I didn't think I was gonna do well in them I didn't want to hold anybody back and just that kind of snowballed my thinking. I became very depressed to the point where I had to go to an intensive outpatient program, which luckily I'm getting discharged this month, but mentally it's just been really bad. And uh, I don't want to go too deep cause I don't want to like trigger anybody, but uh, lucky to still be sitting here right now. There was many episodes where I would have panic attacks before or after, sometimes during, and Bree and Thee would have to calm me down. And it's just really hard to change your mindset when there's so many things going around you. This isn't relevant, but in group, I meant like most of my stuff is group therapy and people are like saying sorry for crying. I'm like, I have three hours of me crying on the internet. Like... <laughs> don't you worry like my trauma is all over everybody knows here's but, the link <laughs> yeah uh, give us a view <laughs> actually we do have a few more subscribers now <laughs> i would talk about the podcast group therapy is good for many things <laughs> yes uh, i think everybody uh can relate to some aspects of the hopelessness i know i can caitlin i get i get yep. it man but I wanted to talk about it, not to just, like, bring everything down, but just to show and, like, keep a conversation going about mental health because I feel like it's still a stigma attached to it. People don't want to talk about not wanting to be here anymore, and it's just, like, not something anybody talks about, and I want you to know that we are people. Basically, mental health is real. 
Uh, it shouldn't be stigmatized or just like shoved in the closet and ignored. Uh, it's something. It's part of life. We are human beings with both rational thought and irrational emotions, and we have you know reconciling those two things is very challenging. Like, and so sometimes you just need time to heal, uh, you know, mentally and emotionally, like you would from like a physical injury. Um, and that's kind of where we've been at and, and why we took a break. Um, but it was a break. We didn't just like abandon the podcast, like mid warrior nun. <laughs> you know, we're not Netflix. We didn't just like cancel everything for no reason. On a cliffhanger. <laughs> On a cliffhanger. Yeah, no, literally. So we really just wanted just to the like, urge to flip off Netflix. But... I canceled my subscription. So like I was um, and my mother watches it. <laughs> No, I made my, well, I made my, my parents had to get a new one anyway. Uh, yeah. Because there's that stupid rule they're trying to enforce. So yep. at that point we were like, why are we paying $20 a month for this? Fuck this. Did that go into effect? I think they tried and then it didn't work and they're like, oh, we're just kidding. But like, we already like, my family and I already parted our ways with our sharing of Netflix and we just canceled ours. Because mine is a part of my dad's uh, Comcast package. Right now, I just yeah, hooked mine up to his because nice. I pay for everything. Yeah. Anyhow, so, uh, yeah, we're not Netflix. Uh, if you take away anything from this, uh, and uh, Big Gay Energy has not been canceled. It's just... To, I will be seasons. honest. In the beginning, I had no idea where we stood. <laughs> I'm like, is it just over? Did I lose my best buddies? But no, we, we met. We're still... We're good. We're gonna... It's... Yeah, I guess we'll get into the next. I was debating on. No, on go go into it. Go into yeah. it. Go. So uh, where where do we go from here, Caitlin? Yeah, so we're not going to be posting like our old schedule. We need to take things slow for right now. Um, we'll record as we feel like it, try to get some stability in episodes, but they're going to be different. They're going to look different. I'm going to let Theora talk about how different they are but sometimes you'll only see one or two of us sometimes you'll get all three of us uh yeah so it'll be a surprise (laughs) it'll be a surprise yeah it's like uh how much gay energy am i getting in this episode it's kind of so it's like a game it's like a game something to look forward to uh for those waiting on the last two warrior noun episodes uh brie and i have every intention of finishing that um those take a lot of like it it takes me all week to prep my notes for that like it's very very like time intensive to prep for it and not only film it and if you're if you're waiting on you know the length of those episodes like we really like to take time to like really get into everything and we go scene by scene so we will absolutely 100 finish warrior none we promise i we cannot tell uh at this time if that's the first thing we're gonna publish coming up when the hiatus breaks or if we'll publish it down the line but like we, we will absolutely finish the warrior not a uh, deep dives uh, we, we promise um as far as other not the first thing um, i would say most likely not the first thing it just it, we don't we don't really know we're, we're trying to work out when we're gonna uh film our first like ep- like actual episode besides like this is like a touch base how you doing kind of thing uh but Again, we don't know, but we, we will absolutely finish it. So if you don't see Warrior on first, don't think we're abandoning it. We're, we're going to finish it. We just TBD on when, um, but we will finish it. Uh, and uh, as far as like the deep dive scene by scene type of format, um, 
We will not be returning to that right now. Um, eventually, when we have a project uh, that we're very passionate about or has a lot to deep dive about, like a league of their own, like we, we will go back to that as, you know, for certain projects in the future, but we won't be starting with that. So we're kind of going to do almost like the mini sewed kind of format that we've been doing, like we did with Carmilla, where we talk about like one piece of media and keep it to one episode or we're toying with the idea of doing like discussion topic type episodes, like who's your favorite queer superhero? And we all kind of like talk about our favorite pieces of media that are all based on that topic. So it'll be like focused in terms of like this episode is about this, but it's not going to be like a scene by scene breakdown of that thing. So we so we're hoping with that, like it's something manageable for us to do right now. And um, it will give a variety of different types of queer media um, because not only is Netflix uh, holding up, you know, us getting queer media, but there's also a writer strike happening right now. Um, so that's going to delay media. Which we're general. not mad about. No, not mad. It's, it's long no. overdue. They need to do this, but like, in terms of like new content, like things are going to get delayed, like COVID delayed things. So hopefully with this, we can like get caught up on like everything that's happened in the past and what streaming stuff comes out in the future. And so we can have a variety of more stuff we talk about basically with the new format. Yeah. I'm excited to see you guys again and just talk. Yeah. Uh, And I guess last piece is interviews. Oh, um, so we do have a few people reaching out to us for interviews, which is cool. Uh, but you might only see me doing interviews for a while. They're still up in the air. Again, no set timeline. When we know more, we will definitely talk more about what's going on. But this is basically us just like starting to gear up again. Yeah, so interviews might be more infrequent than anything else. But, you know... We're not abandoning the interviews either. It's just we won't have, like, one a week like we used to. Yeah, that is a lot. It doesn't seem like a lot. Because in my brain, I'm like, I want to do more. But then, physically, there's so much more that goes into it. So, it's hard. Yeah, it's very challenging. So Maybe I'll put out a video about all the work that goes into one episode one day. Yes. Do it. So you want to read a whole podcast. book just for one <laughs> episode? Um, but before we talk about our last section, which is just basically us talking about any media, or I guess things in some of our cases that we've been doing in our hiatus, just to give you more of our dynamic, because that's why you're here, right? All about us. But, I mean, duh, that's why I'm here. <laughs> Something that I have been using, and if you don't know what this is, I'm so sorry, but ChatGPT. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend, yes, Caitlin, surprise. You're his ghostwriter. <laughs> it did not work out. <laughs> I Well, to be honest, if I take enough time to put stuff in there, maybe. If I'm like desperate for something to do later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ChatGPT has become a buddy of mine because I have to use it for work, but it's an AI writer and it's actually quite smart, but I've been toying around with the idea. I want us to do a whole episode just reading fan fiction that this AI writes for us and just (laughs) see what we can come up with with just random prompts. But today 
I just wanted to see what we'd be doing if we weren't having all these mental health issues, but still were on hiatus. So I asked ChatGPT to write a funny short story about what the hosts, Brie, Caitlin, and Theora of the podcast Big Gay Energy, an LGBTQ plus media podcast, has been doing during hiatus. I have not read this whole thing. Oh my god, yes. But just the title itself <laughs> is hilarious. So the title is The Big Gay Escape Room. <laughs> I mean, metaphorically? I know. I need more info, Caitlin, but it's great. Once upon a time, the podcasting trio of Big Gay Energy, Brie, Caitlin, and Theora, decided to take a break from their usually chaotic schedules to embrace a much-needed hiatus. I mean, they're not wrong so far. These three had been working nonstop discussing all things LGBTQ+, in media and pop culture, and desperately needed a breather. Now here's where we deviate. <laughs> I'm gonna open the podcast with this. <laughs> on a Sunday, on a sunny Saturday morning, wow. the three met up at their favorite coffee shop, Caffeine Queens, to plan their break. <laughs> I'm sorry. That sounds That's so owned by gay men. I know. It's like a drag coffee bar and I want to be there. I feel I like know, Josh would have been that, something like that. <laughs> yeah, for real. While sipping on their rainbow lattes. <laughs> okay. Why aren't there rainbow lattes? Let's talk about that real quick. Somebody invent that. What would even be a rainbow latte? No, they I actually do have... I think they have something like that, but go ahead. Color the foam. I don't know. We're never going to get through this story. No, we're not. They brainstormed ways to unwind and spend their precious hiatus time together. Oh, shit. I had the idea. After much deliberation, Caitlin had a fantastic idea. An escape room experience. You know what? I'm probably be me. I would. ChatGPT knows you. <laughs> Theora and Brie instantly agreed, as they had all heard about the legendary escape room called <laughs> Sorry. The Closet Chronicles. <laughs> oh my god, that's a great Chat name for us. It is winning. It is winning. It's it's also funny because I use the word chronicles in my documentary, so it's it. just like that word. <sighs> that was just the first paragraph, guys. <laughs> The next day, the trio showed up at the Closet Chronicles with excitement bubbling in their hearts. The escape okay. room was a unique experience as it was designed specifically for LGBTQ plus folks and allies and promised to offer a thrilling and empowering journey through career history. Hey. Yeah. So <laughs> far, can, we, can someone do this? As yeah, they right, entered, on the closet. As they entered the dimly lit room... They were greeted by their fabulous guide, a drag queen named Miss Pandora, who sported a sky-high bouffant and towering stilettos. Yes. Miss Pandora, Pandora was the name of my cat, by the way. Miss Pandora briefed the trio on their mission. They needed to solve a series of puzzles and challenges within 60 minutes to unlock a magical door and escape the room. With their hearts racing, the three friends eagerly began their quest. The first challenge was a test of their knowledge of queer literature. Okay, Brie and Theora, you're up. They had to identify famous authors based on quotes from their works. 
Brie, an avid reader, breezed through this challenge with a triumphant smile. That checks. Next, they faced a wall filled with images of iconic LGBTQ plus characters from film and television. Theora, a walking encyclopedia of queer media, identified each character with ease. And the friends... Per- oh, shit. Sorry, my brain just moved down. And yep. the friends proceeded to the next room. My mom's gonna want to be here for this. Wait for it. As they entered the third room, they were met with a giant sparkling disco ball and the sound of Abba's Dancing Queen playing in the background. Yep. <laughs> this is actually hilarious. The challenge to perform the perfect dance routine from their favorite queer film. Caitlin, a dance enthusiast took the lead and taught Brian and Theora the moves from the movie Pride and they executed the routine flawlessly Perfect. this is freaking hilarious actually because it got like all of us yeah it did <laughs> with only five minutes left on the clock the trio entered the final room which was filled with colorful pride flags representing different LGBTQ plus identities to unlock the door they had to arrange the flags in chronological order, order of cr- their creation Ooh. shit <laughs> Working together, they managed to complete the task just as the clock struck zero. I mean, that sounds right. Us. <laughs> That's <laughs> bursting, hard. <laughs> bursting through the magical door, Brie, Caitlin, and Theora were met with a shower of confetti and applause from Miss Pandora. They had Ooh. successfully completed the Classic Chronicles and cre- oh my god, and created a cherished memory during their hiatus. To be honest, I feel like this is something we would have done in Vancouver. I would have loved to <laughs> <have> done that. <laughs> As the trio left the escape room, they couldn't help but laugh at the thought of sharing their big gay escape room adventure with their podcast listeners. <laughs> wow, ChatGPT knows way too much. <laughs> it was the perfect mix of challenge, fun, and friendship that they needed during their break. Well, I would have said family, but you know what? Whatever, ChatGPT. And so the hiatus of the big gay energy host was filled with excitement, laughter, and above all, the love and camaraderie that made their podcast such a hit. With refreshed minds and renewed energy, they eagerly prepared for their podcast return, ready to bring even more fabulous content to their adoring fans. Damn. That GPT is freaking amazing. I don't know whether I should be concerned or excited. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it Mixed is. feelings. Yeah. I don't know. Because, like, there's AI in video editing and photo editing obviously because you can do so much stuff but i don't know i feel like you still have to know some stuff to be able to manipulate things so oh you do so that that's something at least but you know what <laughs> overall this story that was, this story awesome. was really good i wish that's what we were doing uh so there you have <laughs> it that's what we would have been doing if all those we were real. If our <laughs> mental health wasn't down the drain. Yes. And you know we, what, maybe we need to do place. this so our mental health isn't down the drain. Well, you know, we try. If anyone knows something like this, let us know. Maybe For that'll real. be our next strip. Um, but if you want us to <laughs> do an episode like this where it's fan fiction, because we did have the uh, chat GPT write a... Uh, oh my god, not Ava Lance. <laughs> got distracted because of Ava. Um... Rayla, my Rayla fic. Oh, oh no, you did. did. Have it. You did have it right yeah. in Avatar's story. Yeah, Avatar. Weird. It was weirdly spot weird. It got gay it's real been fast. So long. <laughs> and Caitlin, I don't even think you put that in the prompt. 
No, but it did say they were friends at the end, and then I had to tell it that they were lovers, and then <laughs> it quickly, it quickly, it quickly got really lesbian. <laughs> Once you tell it to go gay, it goes gay so hard really fast. It's almost oh my god! Stupid. I can still see all the things we did. So we also have uh, Suki's big day out. That's Theor's yeah. dog. We we've we've had some fun with this stuff. So, so like, it's definitely fun. Yeah, if, that would be a really fun episode to do. I think in we possibly could do that if anybody wants to see it. If not, we'll just keep our chat GBT shenanigans to ourselves. <laughs> but I do have it. Or, it the title was called keep it the- to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Patreon. You know what? Maybe, maybe, uh, either we will all read this, or I'll just read this and send it to you because the title is called "The Light Within," a beat. Avatris story. Yeah. We'll, we'll share that on the Patreon. How's that? Yeah. yeah. It's good. good. Alright, so yeah, become a Patreon for uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so... We will be putting more p- content on Patreon. Yes, we, we that was on our list of things to do when everything blew up, so we, we promise. Uh, but okay, so that's what ChatGPT thought we were doing. Uh, so what were you guys up to? I'm going to go last because I think I'm the only person who actually consumed the media. Okay. Well, I was in the place that I go to when I have to actually escape from the world. But my brain does it in a really messed up way. It's the same concept as like when you're sad, you listen to sad music. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it makes me feel better. So I started, well, first of all, I got really deep into mechanical keyboards and custom mechanical keyboards, but I also started watching YouTube, like, nonstop, but, like, documentaries about China's economy and why certain banks have failed and things like, uh, you know, even YouTuber drama. There's a big one going on right now. Ooh, big one. Who? Illuminati. Okay. Anyway, if you know, you know. Moving on. I mean, she's queer, so I guess it kind of fits. But Oh, there you go. In any case, that's what I've been doing. And um, <clears throat> also just reading books. I've read some. Nothing like really literary. I'll be honest with you. It's all been brain candy. So it's like th- th- I found this series uh that the second book just came out and it's queer it's a queer series about uh princesses that meet you know queer princesses that meet other women and then they fall in love and then i mean it's like modern day so it would be like if oh let me know what that is yeah what is it i will because it's they're they're actually really good faux show so that's what i've been doing they think uh so yeah uh, i haven't really been watching uh watching media <laughs> okay i will say this uh until like kind of recently but uh this is uh embarrassing so my partner and i tried to watch <laughs> tried to watch tar 
And I say tried because we tried. We started watching. If you don't know what this movie is, it's like this. It's Kate stars Kate Blanchett. It's a movie I've been dying to watch because Kate Blanchett and it's queer and it's about a real human being, Lydia. I think Lydia Tar, who's a who's a composer, a musical composer. <laughs> but we got like twenty minutes into this movie and then we had to stop because. They were talking, like, it was Kate Blanchett and other people, and they were talking so technically about, like, composers and, like, music history and all this stuff that we paused it. And my wife's like, I feel like we were supposed to take a class before we watched this. I don't know what they're talking about. So we had to stop watching the movie because we were like, I don't know what any of these words are. But Kate Blanchett's lovely in it. (laughs) But, uh, so I know that that's, like, a movie people love, but... I tried. We will try again. So, so if you took too music much. theory in high school or college, this Check movie is for you. Check out Tar. It's a for like cinephiles too. It's one of those like doesn't explain. It like leaves you hanging at the end, kind of thing. Sounds you have to like, like put a it bad together. Term. File just means to love a thing. Um, ah. Anyway, uh, so there's that. And then TV wise, uh, we watched something called. Betty. It's a HBO Max, HBO Max show. Um, it's like an American TV show about these like Gen Z uh, women, non-men, I guess also in uh, New York City. And they're like in the skater, like skateboarding scene. And so they're trying to like basically like break into like a male dominated area in like the skate parks and like all this stuff. And it's really good that, I mean, I can't, I've not yet to be attached to a TV show since, you know, they lay their own stuff, but it was good. Um, it's like 30 minute episodes, easy to watch, many queer characters, um, and they touch on like pretty good type of topics, um, like the good guy, um, you know, in a relationship who like does bad things. And like they, they handle like kind of like dark topics, but they, it doesn't go dark, Um so I appreciate that about the show um, and like the lesbian in the show. If anybody has watched that show out there, I have one question. Maybe you have the answer. What on earth does Kurt do for money? Like this girl never has money and then but lives in New York City and you never see her working. And I'm like, how, or you don't know anything about her family. Like, does she live with her family? Like nothing. She just like cow surfs and stuff sometimes. So I don't know. Does she have a job? Is my question. I've yet it's to have friends that money. I don't. I don't. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. But anyway, it's fun and like I think the act actors actually do the skateboarding, which is pretty cool. So there's a lot of like skateboarding shots. If you're into like watching that, it's it's a, it's a fun show and it's it's not dark. It's very like light, even though they deal with some dark topics like um, essay kind of or the lack of consent or being gaslit by like partners and things like that but they handle very nicely uh we're in the process of watching a show right now called rutherford falls which was um suggested to me by a, a friend of mine it's it was canceled at only two seasons so everything that's out is done it's on peacock it's ed helm stars in it he created it. it's a michael Schur show so he did like the office parks and rec like he's famous uh, the good place excellent showrunner for comedies um and basically it takes place in this town in America called Rutherford Falls. And like Ed Helms play, plays Nathan Rutherford, like a descendant of like the founder of the town. But it's a town that's very intermingled with its indigenous population. And it kind of like 
puts a whole spin on like who's stealing whose land and like and it goes into like indigenous culture and like the main character along with Ed Helms is like an indigenous woman. And so, and then his like Ed Helms is like, uh, I guess assistant. I don't really know. They don't define it. Bobby is like a non-binary character. Who's just awesome. Like Gen Z love this character. So it's, it's a fun character. I mean, fun show. It's funny. It's very light and it deals with, again, a serious topic in a comedy environment. And it's, really great like the i think the indigenous representation is really great i've seen a lot of actors in it that are in things like uh reservoir dogs um and things like that so that's a good show we're almost done with it um but unfortunately got canceled but what's out there is really great and lastly for tv the only thing that really gripped me uh was the last of us um i wasn't gonna watch I'm it i'm also but talking then... about that one no we we need to talk about that show on on this podcast because it's it's a fantastic piece of media um and the main character is like a lesbian i think um still waiting i mean to be fair she's little right now. no it's based on a game series and like the character canonically like i think is a lesbian in the game so i think that is true um but anyway that was phenomenal and uh i highly recommend it anyway i'm surprised you watched it caitlin i'm glad you I watched just it. watched it it's so good. Well, the thing is, Bella Ramsey, I first saw her, Ramsey, like, love her right before the pandemic in The Worst Witch, which is a kid's show, but I like watching kid shows whenever I like want mindless stuff. And she was so good in it, and I loved it. So that's what I know her from. So immediately seeing her in this show, I'm like, well, that's not the kid's show version of her anymore. But she's really good, and I'm so proud of her. Oh, she's phenomenal. I knew her from Game of Thrones, where she played, oh, I forget the character's name. I think Mormont was her her family name or whatever. And she was like the head of the whole family and she's like seven. So like, and really? she played like a badass, like yeah. <laughs> even then, like the Bear Clan, that was her her role. So she's, she's always been awesome. But yeah, Bella Ramsey is really great. And then the wonderful and beautiful ally, Pedro Pascal, was in it. And I love that man. And uh Nick Offerman shows up in episode three, which, god damn it, that episode was so good. The Bill and Frank episode. Yeah. No, uh, I I didn't give it my full attention. I should probably rewatch it again when I'm not doing other things. But I just, I mean, of course, I will always like more gayness in that show. Yeah, it's great. But it's a, it's a cool take. If you're not familiar with what it is, it's basically a take on like a, it's like a zombie apocalypse in a way, but like instead of like it being a virus that transmits through everybody, it's built off of this fungus that already exists now called a, it's Cordycephalus, I think is the genre, oh, not genre, uh, genus name. Um, that uh, I talked about this actual fungus Cordyceps? when we. Yeah, but that's what they call it in the show, but it's based off of a real thing. Oh, um, it's ba- okay. Yeah, it's real. We t- I talked about it in Motherland because the death cap, if you guys remember that death cap that Scylla creates, that exact hyphae fungus is from the zombie ant fungus, which is a cordyceps. So it's a real thing that um There's if you don't know what that zombie ants? Yeah, it's it, this is a real thing. It's a fungus that infects the brains of the ants and changes the chemicals and it manipulates the ant essentially to the top of like whatever foliage or fauna or don't uh, google it don't google it 
Yeah, and then it sprouts out through the head. So like it is a real thing, and the, the formation is Scylla's death cap. So it's based on a real thing. Let's be real. I would die immediately in an apocalypse, okay? So I know none of this stuff. Yeah. So like I thought the premise was brilliant because I like this is already real. So if anything, this could happen. So it's kind of cool. Um, there wasn't a huge focus on the zombies, which I thought was nice. It, like yes. it wasn't like jump scary or anything like that. It was very it's very much a story about humanity in this situation. And so yeah, I thought it was a really good story um, and a good take on that whole thing. So I love it. And it's queer. And they absolutely are getting other seasons because everyone in the world was watching this show. So there's Yeah, that. they something. did not get another season. Like literally everyone watched that show. No, like when we talked about our cancel your queers episode, like this is a show where literally everybody was watching it, so it got in extra seasons. Um so yeah, HBO Max is killing it, really. So yeah, we we definitely need to have an episode on that because it's there's a lot there. It's really fantastic. Um, other than that, I've just been reading so much reading. Um, and I wanted to highlight a couple of my favorites for trans right readathon. I read rainbow Island by Dennis Harnos. Uh, a friend of mine recommended this. Uh, this is a book that <laughs> was, uh, helped them come to terms with like their trans identity. And, um, it, it's, it, I, I was reading it and the protagonist, Jason, who's a trans man, um i was just like this is my friend pete like the protagonist i'm like i understand why you like this book this is literally you um but it's it, there's it's great for so many reasons first of all it's based off of a tumblr post and i'd love to talk to, love to talk to the author about that it's based off a tumblr post where some troll was basically like oh well you know the fact that like if you had an island and you put two gay men on the island or two lesbians on another island like humanity would die off because they can't procreate and like it snowballed this whole thing and Devin's like yeah okay that's not how queerness works and basically sets up that premise where it's like the Christian nation sends like for anybody who's identified as queer uh like they find out they basically like send you to this concentration camp basically which is like conversion therapy they send you to conversion therapy or you get to go exiled forever to rainbow island is what it's called because they're like, oh, they'll just die off. They'll just die off on the island. That's more humane. That's more Christian. And they send them out there. And when Jason gets there, <laughs> there's all breath of queerness is there, including the ace, the aces. They have um, their own floating island that they built. And like they're bonded with like majestic eagles and all this. Like it's like the coolest thing ever. He's like, wow, everybody's like thriving and just living their best life. And then they're like, yeah, they forgot bisexuals exist. And so there's kids and like all this stuff. So it's amazing. And it's a very like hopeful kind of story. Um, so we need awesome. it right now. We do. This is something actually like it made me feel better to read this because it's very like Devin really wrote it to be like, there's there's hope. Like not everything's gloomy. Like, you know, we're better as a community kind of thing. And it's, it's a really fun, fun, fun book. Um, I thought it was really great. Um, and we will be talking to the author at some point. I hope so. Yeah, we were supposed to talk to Devin before we went on hiatus. Um this, so this, this book is really great. If you need something uplifting, it, it's it's short. It's like 200 pages. It's like very short. It's awesome. I want to find the legendary Tumblr post. Um, I want that oh, island it. to I exist. <laughs> no, the island sounds amazing. No, it sounds amazing. Like it, it starts, the premise starts off as like kind of fucked up, but then it's like about like, again, found family being in your community and how like you, you'll win at the end of the day. It's, it's great. 
Um, and, and like, they're like pirates. It's just, it's, it's very great. Like you just have to read it. Everything about it will make you happy and smile and be proud to be a queer person. Queer like, pirates are just a win. No, like it's, it's awesome. And like the Christian nation's afraid of them and like, and they fly the rainbow flag. It's, it's just, you have to read this book. It's fantastic. Um, another book that I really, really love, uh, fell in love with that the sequel is coming out, but the second book in the trilogy is this. The Final Strife, I haven't talked about it on here, by Sara Al-Rifi. I talked about it on uh, Twitter. No, no. TikTok. So you want to stop rubbing the books? <laughs> See here? Hardcover. Uh, anyway, it's a beautiful book. Um, basically, it's about this, like, it's kind of like talking about, like, um, I don't know if that's colonialization, caste systems in, like, it's based on African slash Arabian kind of like mythology lore history um and it's kind of built into its own world um where there's definitely there's three casts of people there's like um based on your blood so there's like people with red blood blue blood uh, clear blood and they're they're you know kind of like stratified blue blood? red blood at the top blue in the middle clear at the bottom and clear people are called the ghostings the red people are the embers and i forgot what the blue people are called but anyway um <clears throat> it's based about this like vampires it's based on this plot where um the blue blood group is infiltrating like the red blood group that's in charge of everything um and trying to like undermine them because you everybody looks the same because everybody everybody's black like they look the same so it's just the blood so if you don't see the blood you don't know that they're actually different which is really fascinating um the only people who you do know is like the ghostings they're maimed like they have no tongue no um arms past their elbows and it has to do with this like uprising sounds like hunger gamesy right there's an uprising 300 years ago and so they're paying the crime for their ancestors and like i got i got frida in our discord to read it with me and like bless you frida for like doing little book discussion with me on this book it's incredible like the ghostings are super fast you get into like why that really happened and like the whole lore and just like it has one of the best enemies to lovers I've ever read like I didn't see it coming and then when it happened and it's queer and I was like oh oh thanks for the spoiler Theora I love it I love it I mean it's queer why why else would I be talking I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm just kidding um but it's so good like uh I can't wait for the uh the sequel battle drum is coming out this month I think so very excited it's it's a phenomenal book super super great and then last thing I was reading was I think Brie knows this book, The Priory of the Orange Tree. Oh my god. It's Amen. 800 pages. It is an odyssey. All I will say is women, homosexuality, dragons. Go Besides read- the dragons, it sounds like a, a Brie's written book of 800 pages. Yes. And hey, it's, it's, it's prequel. Just came out A Day of Falling Stars. And I haven't started it yet, but Women, homosexuality, dragons. So apparently there's more dragons in this one, is what I've heard. So, like, uh, check out Samantha Shannon. She's amazing. Apparently uh, we like dragons here. Gotta yes. train your dragon. We do like dragons here. So that's we what I've been doing. I've just been reading. In the hiatus, I read a total of 13 books. And, uh, I just... Yep. Halfway yes, done with the sun. why I never would do well with book trivia. <laughs> I'm halfway done with the Sunbearer Trials right now, which is amazing piece of trans literature that is so much fun it's like the hunger games but with queer people starring a trans character in like mexico i think and it's based on mexican kind of mythology 
It's so good. I love it. Yeah, and that one sounds like something I would be interested in. So that's yeah, it, Fiora? Really that's all you've done in your hiatus? <laughs> I've just been reading. That's all I've done queer, queer media-wise. It was a joke. <laughs> okay, well, while the other two don't like to get attached to things anymore, that's basically all I'm able and capable of doing. So TV is everything to me. It's basically the only thing I can watch. I can't watch movies. I try sometimes. Sometimes I can get through it, but 30 episodes of television is easier than one movie. I get that. It's like reading fan fiction versus a brand new book series. Because it's like, I kind of already know these people. Yeah, I, do, I just like, get to like, I read have fan fun. fiction a lot easier. Yeah. Like, I, I read, I can get into habits where I'm reading probably the equivalent of four or five books a week. Because, but yeah. yeah, I like the continuation, knowing the characters and having to get to know different characters all the time. It's kind of exhausting. <laughs> exactly. So, totally. One of our supporters has consistently talked about Grey's Anatomy and how much it means to them. I have never watched it because I thought it was too much of a time commitment because we're at season 19 now. <laughs> so, it is a commitment, to be fair. February, <laughs> March. I think, hold on, when did I start therapy? In March. So around February something, I started... Grace Anatomy. And I finished it in five weeks. Which I think is the equivalent of three and a half seasons a week. Jesus Christ. Maybe four. Damn. How? I watch it nonstop. I work from home. <laughs> How did you pay attention though? Well, I mean, I didn't like fully pay attention to everything. Like, not like it wasn't like I'm just sitting there watching it. Right. Because I had to do a couple things, at least. Ryan, don't listen to this. To show that I was working. So I watched that. And then I watched Station 19. Because I was told I had to. And then I'm like, well, I already watched those two. And I found out that a character that I liked in Grey's Anatomy was in, like, at least half of Private Practice. So I went back and watched Private Practice. And then I was like... Well, I kind of want to watch everything in order. So I started rewatching Grey's Anatomy. I was trying to watch that at the same time as Private Practice. And then I just kind of gave up because I didn't want to keep switching stories. So and then I just binge watched Private Practice. And so let's see. Station. No. Grey's Anatomy is at 19 seasons. Station 19 is on season six. Private Practice has six seasons. I am now on... Season nine of Grey's Anatomy again. And that's with barely watching it. Uh, I don't even make week. it that far. Like no. I haven't I haven't I have a good excuse though, so I I did get very invested. It's really good. I can understand why it's gone so long. The beginning seasons were definitely a lot better. But are you guys okay if I talk about characters that are now? Like, it don't oh, matter. If I, what I, I can't watch that show watch because they mess up surgery stuff all the time. Okay, cool. Uh, season 19 spoilers. Um, I don't know. I think they might have brought them in in 18. There's a non binary character. 
And that show seems to I remember to hearing be, about this. That show seems to not be doing too well with queer characters and just representation in general. They, they broke the characters up. And I, I, I'm not caught up yet. I have a few episodes I'm behind. But it just doesn't seem like they take enough care into those characters like they did... Um, Arizona and Callie and like they gave them some airtime and then once they're gone like it's non-existent. They have a queer character. A character who's like who had a crush on Meredith throughout her entire internship and residency. Aww, poor thing. And they've done nothing with her. That's the, That was all her storyline for her queerness. I'm I'm hoping that they actually do something with that soon because they keep hinting at things and then they don't do anything and it's really pissing me off and I know people like Karina and Maya in Station 19. I don't know about them. I I want to like them so much. Maya pisses me off half the time. I don't know what's going to happen with them. Prior practice is done. That was barely queer. Was it barely queer? Was that queer at all? That wasn't queer at all. Who had a, who's the one that had the, who, what's the character that had a crush yeah. on Meredith? What's their name? Karen. Karen? That's a they named name. her Karen? Karen. That's a terrible name. T-A-R-Y-N. Oh, oh Karen. Karen. Okay, that that's sense. only that slightly so. better. Karen? I was like, that's <laughs> homophobic. There is a new intern that they've been, like, hinting at. Because Taryn's no longer a surgeon. Taryn works at the bar. Works at Joe's. It is a bar. Oh. Because the, the wow. intern program got shut down. The residency got shut down. And they had to come back. And now there's only one intern. Well, one person from that whole class. Who's like, it's just, it's a mess right now. And I don't know. <laughs> They're going to have to work really hard to keep it going. Because so many people left all at once. And it's kind of, it gives me... What season was it where they just changed? Oh, season six, when they got rid of George and Izzy at the same time, basically, or very close together and just, and had all those, the merge and all the new people come in. It was just so vastly different that it, it's like such a hard transition. And so it kind of feels like that again. Oh, because Adelaide's in it now. And yes, Adelaide from Rain, who, <laughs> uh, God, she's so intimidating in person. I don't know how you were able to speak how to her. She inti- she's not intimidating. She's I know tiny she's like, and adorable. Is she tiny? I thought she was tall. No, she's tiny and adorable. Like she, I, I feel like I could throw her. She's not as tiny. I had as, to as... fix the Zoom, okay, and I walked into Sorry. the room and I couldn't speak to her. Okay, I was trying so hard. Hold on. To be fair, I was staying when I was in close proximity to her i was a we were on a stage so we were sitting down for that period of time b when we got off the stage it was me and then why is my brain rachel it was me and then adelaide and then rachel scarston who's taller than like oh she's really tall rachel's really tall i couldn't (laughs) say hi to her either even though she I've, hugged I think me. I've like, said hi. She just came for me and hugged me. And I was like, you're adorable. Can I keep you? Yeah, they all seem really nice. But yeah. Yeah. She was just, Adelaide was was a, a, adorable. And, and I think just, she was funny. 
She's doing so well in the show. They I'm set glad. her up to be the new Meredith, I feel like. Like, especially I in the beginning. Can see that. They gave her the with- same storyline as she slept with an attending, didn't know it, came in. Yep. She's got skills, that girl. She does, and then Harry from Glee and Shadowhunters is in it with her. And they hey, have at a least lot of IRL, together. she's bisexual. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's really, oh my God, guys, we've we've recorded for an hour. Of course we did. <laughs> we don't do well with shit. Oh, you met us? Shut up. Everybody, the whole internet is used to me telling Bristol to shut up because of the Taylor Zoom thing. Um, oh my gosh. Let me get back to my notes real quick. Because that that's not the... Okay, for a while, that was the only thing I've watched. And then I did I watch... I mean, that was time-consuming. That's, like, how many <laughs> episodes? Was... Like, 900 episodes of television? Um, actually, no, now I have Grey's is at least close to 200. Oh, Grey's Anatomy is, like, at 488, I think. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so many episodes. I now have I to look I could never... No... Shonda Rhimes, man. Um, I mean, it is that show is the best out of all of the spinoffs. Four hundred and seventeen, and then I'm I'm looking. Private practice, one hundred eleven. Station 19 is at 93. They don't get as big seasons. They're like capped at 16 or 17. So you're at like almost 700 episodes of TV. Yeah, but then I rewatched Grey's Anatomy. And Warrior Nun has two. (laughs) That's like a thousand episodes of TV to rewatch. Yeah, to do all that. Some of those episodes, they they did not help with depression. No, of course not. Oh, season are you, eight are you hit kidding too me? close. Yeah, oh. it was. When I get depressed, I tend to watch more TV. I also uh, continue, started watching the Junior Bake Off again. Okay. You know? So how did you how did you get into The Last of Us? I knew I won. I knew I had to watch it because it was queer, and I knew Bella, and. Everybody talks about it. And I was like, well, we're going to be figuring out. Can you not? <sighs> Fine, you can come say hi. Sorry. This is Bristol. She's needy. Um, well, I've watched, like, Fear the Walking Dead. So, like, I've seen, like, that type of genre stuff. Before. No, I'm just curious because it's very, like, medical drama, fire drama. <laughs> like, it's a big jump to, like, zombie apocalypse. I'm just curious. And it's depressing because apocalypse. (laughs) I think I just felt like I should. It was time. That's excellent. It was time to watch it. Enough people. Because I was going to watch it as it was still airing, but I was too busy with Grey's Anatomy. Fair. Um, Wait, what did... I lost it. Anything else, Caitlin? Yeah, I forgot what I watched. That was our old agenda. Okay, well, I don't remember where I put... Oh, that's because it's not in there. It's on my phone. Oh, Firefly Lane! 
That was the other one that I just binged and then cried my eyes out. And that was the most minimalist, minimum count of gay you could have to make it slightly itty-bitty queer. I don't know what anything it, about that show. Like, I know Catherine Heigl is in it, so I watched it. Ah, there it. we are. <laughs> Yes, now I, I have, found out why. That makes sense. We had this conversation before, and then as soon as I said that, you guys were like, oh, yeah, that's it's why. For, for the audience who may not know what that is. Catherine Heigl yeah. plays Izzy in Grey's Anatomy, and when I first started watching Grey's Anatomy, Bree and Thee had to listen to me talk about how much I love her and how pretty she is. But, Which yeah. is valid. So, how is the, what is the minimum gay requirement in Firefly Lane? Did they like have a rainbow on screen or like? No, uh, very side characters, not very prominent. But I'm gonna spoil it as long as Do you it. guys are okay with it. No, um, no. It turns out right. that one of the leads. Don't... Can you not? Your sister can sit in the chair. Do not yell at her. Chair. Sorry. Um, one of the lead's daughters is gay and she's like so excited and like wants to talk to her about it. And then they just they just kind of leave it alone. So it's like not like this whole coming out thing because mm-hmm. they had to do that for her brother. And so he was married and they had to do that whole thing and they got divorced and then he ended up getting married. But at the last episode... Wow. Oh, okay, so this is like a huge spoiler for anybody who is watching it, hasn't finished, or wants to watch it later, so skip, like, a minute. Uh, The mom ends up dying, but her daughter gets married, and you don't hear anything about relationships for a while, And but she gets married to a woman, and it's just it's just so cute. And, it make, and they make it seem like her mom's there, but really she died 10 years earlier. Because it's like a time skip show. Mm-hmm. Like, they go back to when they were little, to the 70s, to 2003... It was like the main and then 2016, I believe. So it it's very minimum, but it, it's good. It's there. It's good. I don't watch it for the queer stuff though, because it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> That's not enough. That's you not enough can, I watched you. it for Catherine. <laughs> Alright, well. Yeah, that's basically it for what I can remember oh. right now. I just remembered a series I did watch and I'm very angry about it. All Um, right. What is it? I blame my mother for this. Oh gosh. Is it British? Of course it is. Oh, I did watch a British show. Actually, that's queer. I'll mention after Brie. I'm trying. I can never remember the name of this show, but I always have to look it up. Is it a drama? Yes. About divorce like... lawyers. Oh. The split? Yes, thank you. I knew <laughs> That's it was really good something. at Google. <laughs> so it it's called The Split and the there's no there, there's like one instance of queerness in this entire series that has like three seasons. This is what we've seasons. come to, guys. Anyway, and here's the thing. I would never have watched this show if I hadn't sat down one day and was eating and my mother was watching it. And then I start watching it and I see this character or this relationship between two characters in the show. And I'm like, that's me. 
right now in my life. And so I couldn't stop watching it because I needed to know what happened between, like, okay. So I had this theory. I was like, this person, this relationship is not going to happen because this, this, and this, and it never works out in my life. So that's why it's not going to happen. And so I told my mom that. <laughs> and then but I get to the, we get to like the very, the episode before the very last one. And it was too late to watch the next episode. So we was like, okay, we'll watch it tomorrow. And then my dumb ass went and I couldn't stand it. I had to know something. So I went and looked and I'm like, nope, they ruined it. Can't watch it. Can't watch the last episode. Can't watch it. <laughs> so I told my mom, you can watch it without me. I know what happens and I don't like it. So I was right, by the way, the character did that did not work out for that character. You have to stay off Google. I had so many questions while watching Grey's Anatomy and I'm like, you can't Google it. And then I tried Googling one and then I ruined stuff for me. But there was one instance of gayness and it was this couple, uh, two women who wanted to have a baby and they were talking about using this, their friend's sperm, but turns out, or they thought that's what the lawyers thought they were talking about, but turns out they had created the baby naturally (laughs) between the guy and one of the women. And it was a situation that, um, that spun out of control from there. And I hated it. Yeah, it's fucked up. Okay, then. Alrighty. So I have a show I forgot that we watched. <laughs> it's a, it is queer. It is sapphic. Um, it's a period piece. So already, you know, where this is going. I think it's based on a true story. Like this is real. It's called, it's um on Amazon on Britbox that subscription yeah. it's Go called ahead. confessions of franny langton oh I, think, I saw that i almost watched it honestly it's great um the lead actress is the, the acting's really great um basically franny langton is a black woman who was kind of like enslaved uh, but grew up in the master's house kind of thing um and so she was kind of like raised as like a white person kind of like socially in terms of like she was allowed to read and write and she's the assistant essentially and the reason they did that she's the assistant to essentially this horrific doctor who essentially was trying to prove that black people weren't human and so he was doing all these experiments on people um and this is real and so the her confessions are based on the trial she gets put on and like in the when she was like locked up she basically wrote out her confession because she gets put on trial later way way later for like murder which is how it starts and then it goes back and kind of explains everything um so she left these notes behind and like so this is a real account of like she was tried in england and like these are her confessions and like it is sapphic um it's really great um so you kind of like know up front like how this goes because english right. <laughs> period piece but other than that like it's really good it's a short it's a mini series so like once it's done it's done um yeah i thought that was it was really really good for yeah, those of you at home listening and maybe watching because you can't see it the little tippity tap says suki not yeah i can't being able to walk on the hardwood floor it's fine i just wanted to explain what it was that has sophie cookson in it i love her yeah it's really good oh my god 
it's like it's six episodes i think it's really short it's awesome sapphic. Uh, there it there is sapphic four. stuff in it sapphic scenes they do not not lean into it but the whole time me and my me and my wife are like girl it is the 1600s or whatever what are you doing 1800s what are you doing <laughs> they'll be like in public we're like this. what are you doing <laughs> anyway so history is gayer than they're uh, just gal pals theora oh no there's like jealousy there's all this stuff in it that's gay and so, like yeah like um it doesn't well, no, end just well like for public for the public they're just gal uh, no like it's good there's 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 plenty of gay stuff in it there's like ex-girlfriend like just go watch it it's great i i will do that because you know me and british television but then you Brie loves add- it so we hear about add the queerness and then which i we still i still need to get my mother to watch um oh my god what the hell is that freaking happiest season no no no. i hate you (laughs) dairy girls how dare you bring that no she watched that like she freaking watched that before i I still haven't seen that one that's so good no it's um um Starts with a V. I keep wanting to say Virgil, but it's Vigil with um, oh. Sir Ann Jones. Oh, Sir Ann Jones. Yeah, I still need to watch so that. So good. I love you need Sir to Ann watch Jones. it, Thee. You'll, uh, I think both of you wouldn't, I think you'll especially enjoy it. It is queer it, and very good, and they're doing a second one. Yeah, it's getting a second season. I'm excited to see what happens considering where they left off with the, with the gays. With the queer ladies. I forgot a show. It's not... Okay. It's just like a quick thing. If you like Grey's Anatomy, watch New Amsterdam. Because I love that one more than Grey's Anatomy. And it's sli- it gets slightly queer. But it's also ending. It also ended. How's, so it's it's not on anymore. How sad that we... Have to say. It gets slightly queer. <laughs> it's like... It, it, you take what you can get. I didn't watch yeah. it because I thought it was queer. So when it ha- ha- turned to queer, I was really excited. It was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, that was my experience with The Haunting of Bly Manor and why I will always love it. Because I didn't know it was queer and then watched it and was like, holy shit, this is the best It's thing always the watched. best, actually. Because when it you're not really expecting good. queerness. Yeah, I-, I will talk about it on an episode one day. I absolutely love that. I still need to watch series. it. Michael Flanagan and his gaze. I love it. Any other updates, or should I close it out? Nope. I think that's quite enough queerness and uh, updates. <laughs> you no, made it never enough queerness. No, there isn't enough. That's why we're talking about stuff with slightly queer. That's why I've been reading books that are just straight up gay. All right. Well, if you have watched or consumed any of the media we have just talked about or anything at all, just hit us up because. I'm sure we would all love to fangirl about it with other people. And if you want more ChatGPT generated stories, please let us know. Yes. <laughs> or else we'll just have fun on our own. But it's not as fun because we like to share. Send us prompts. Them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Send, Send us, us prompts. prompts. Send us the craziest prompts you can think of, and we'll see what we can do with it. Give us, like, the pair. Like, who's the couple? Like, what fandom is it? And then, like, what's your prompt or just give us that piece like what do you want them to do do you want them to do yeah. uh what was the name of that escape room closet confessions or whatever chronicles, <laughs> closet, chronicles. The closet chronicles. yeah whatever like 
send us a pairing and in a situation and we'll see what chat GPT says about it. Or you could just do a random pairing. Like that's not even canon. We'll see what chat chat GPT can do. Yeah, totally. It can be whatever the hell you want. Oh, that, that'll be exciting. Well, it's nice to see you guys again and talk to everybody at home. Hope you like this episode. <laughs> yeah, Thank follow you. us. Uh, follow us on all the things, all the social medias uh, like Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Resubscribe uh, to YouTube. Yeah, I just I was gonna say uh, subscribe to those things or join our Discord. We'll announce when the episode is go- the next episode will come out. That's not an update; it's more of an episode episode. Um, so just stay tuned. We'll announce it on all those things. So like, yeah, definitely join the us, Discord. So many people would want to talk. Yeah. And yeah, join the Discord where there's always queer media talk going on or just whatever talk going on. And again, we'll announce it in all of those places. Uh, in the meantime, if you're uh, yeah, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, like please subscribe. Having subscribers helps us get monetized and be all legit and stuff. Um, if you listen to our episodes on Apple or Spotify, please, please, please download the episodes. Um, that's how they kind of like count how many people are listening in the metrics and again that helps us keep our credibility and like keep our like sponsorships and all that kind of stuff going so that we can keep bringing you super fun media when our brains let us uh, if you if you'd like to support us financially uh if you can and want to like please consider becoming a patreon um i think we have tiers as low as like two dollars five dollars two dollars you is just supporting us with five dollars you start getting content yeah, we uh, upload our episodes early on there. Um, we upload exclusive content on there. Good <laughs> chat, TPT stuff coming soon. Um, yeah, so thank you guys. Um, if you're still supporting us through this hiatus, we're you know we're sorry that this wasn't announced. It kind of came out of nowhere. We didn't really give you a heads up, but we hope in this episode we kind of explained a little bit about like what happened and why. And um, you know we will keep this uh, big gay energy podcast going in the future this is not the end we are not netflix we'll be back until next time until next time thank you all for your support uh we will see you again bye and with that we've been big gay energy if you like this episode check out all our other episodes on whatever you're using to listen right now. If you're listening on Apple, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a review, no matter how brief. It helps us get into Apple's algorithm to reach a wider audience. Please feel free to reach out to us. We would love to hear from you about everything and anything. You can find us on all the social medias at Big Gay Energy Pod or email us at biggayenergypod at gmail.com. If you'd like to make friends with other queer media-loving people, reach out to us to join our Discord server. If you'd like to support us, check out our merch store or join our Patreon for early access to episodes, exclusive content, and so much more. Until next time, stay safe and hydrate for Lesbian Jesus.